Oh, yeah. That's the... I think we might have to keep looking. I think we might have to keep looking. That was a little that was a little too head bangerific. I need a little bit I need a little bit more soul. I need a little okay. a little bit more melody. But that we've was got, like We've got 12 clips to pick from. We'll find one. We will find one. But yeah. that was that was like uh that was like the beginning to Hannity in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear! What's the name oh, of that group? Dear. Who's doing that? Who's who's doing that headbanger riffic? Um, I'd have to go back and look. It's my friend Jake's band. Well, your friend Jake. Those guys sound good. They sound good. And we're gonna find some sweet, some of that sweet, sweet sound for the intro to to our show. We got a big one. We got a big one. And I've already figured out the theme, Gypsy. I've already figured out the theme of the show. Are you ready? Because this is also going to be the title. Here you go. Okay. You you are being nudged. You are being nudged. There, I said it again. Uh, so that's going to be the theme of the show. Okay. Uh, this, the subtle mind games that most people aren't even aware of. And there was a there was a great uh, article about this. I believe in sci- in this Scientific American, Scientific – I should be able to cite my sources. Uh, but there's a big article about it in a scientific journal uh, that I read, and it it kind of shook me up. However, before we jump into that, that was, so it's, it's a little bit of bait and switch. There's, there's a couple things that I just want to land on really quickly. Uh, contributions for Caleb. Mm-hmm. Uh, this four-year-old kid – I keep saying he's two. When I, when I talk about him in the videos and stuff, he's four. He's, he, he's four years old. Still a little now, kid. Still, right, and, and and should be allowed to keep his sight. A lot of people gave. A lot of people gave. I'm keeping an, an eye on this. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say thank you to the listeners, uh, to to Jeff and to 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 Daly and a bunch of other people. Those are the two that, that jump out right off the gate. We gotta raise like thirty five hundred bucks. We've mm-hmm. raised a we've raised a few hundred. You you still have time. And this is the thing where and this is going to sound so hokey like Jerry Lewis telethon. Well, well, we're going to cure him. He's going to walk out of here. I had to do it. I said, when you say the words Jerry Lewis, you have to do the voice. But just give what you can. Uh, Ten bucks, twenty bucks, five bucks, whatever it is. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So thank you if, if you've already uh, given. And if you haven't yet, it's super easy. Theloftestparty.com. Just click on contributions to Caleb and, and whatever you can. Uh, but it's a four-year-old kid, and uh, we're a cool community, and we can help him. It's a, it's a cataract surgery. Yep. You, can, you can do it. And uh, on a more personal note, uh, we have opened up our new online store. The new merch is great. Uh, I've already ordered – I, I ordered myself a shirt. Uh, it's the distressed logo. It's there's, there's tons of great stuff. I'll, I'll get another coffee mug. So it's, it's up, it's open. It's on Facebook. It's on our website. It's wonderful. So go check that out. Okay. Okay. So, uh, we're not going to do a bunch of hurricane news. That's that, that won't be happening. Uh, but we, we are going to talk about you are being nudged. You are in this. It was this article in uh, some scientific journal uh, about how you're being nudged, and it it's scary to me. And it goes to uh, Google and everything. Now you probably don't know about this, uh, Gypsy, because you're a, you're a girl and and you sit uh, when you pee. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> but here's what happened uh, in Norway uh, many many moons ago. This, the the government was spending a, a boatload of money uh, cleaning up the men's rooms, right? They, they would have to constantly go in and, and mop the floor because dudes' urine was going everywhere. Uh, guys weren't paying attention to their aim. So the initial thought was put up a sign that says, hey, dudes, uh, steer your wiener. Uh, please don't urinate on the floor. But they mm-hmm. thought some – and it was an – it was an economist who actually came up with this idea. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, dudes like to target stuff with their urine stream. So what they did as a social experiment is they 
in the urinal, there's a little picture of a fly. You, you've probably never seen this. You can go online and you can see it. Uh, I noticed it a long time ago because I, I travel a lot. They start doing it in airports. So, so anyway, they, they did this in Norway. It's a little uh, like uh, outline of a fly at the bottom of the urinal close to the drain on the urinal. And because that little fly is there, uh, dudes would try to hit it with their urine stream and the cost of cleaning up the men's room went down like uh, went down like eighty percent. Really? It, yes, it was wildly, wildly effective. So now you'll see it, it. It's in urinals everywhere. These little pictures of flies at the bottom of the urinal. And you probably, if you've ever, as a dude, if you've ever noticed it, and you wonder why it's there. That's to make you aim your pee because it's a <laughs> you you make these little choices, and so now. Uh, governments and 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 the the big thinkers and and they're trying to figure out how else they can do this in other aspects of your life. So now most people would probably see this as good news. I see it as terrifying. I, I see it like like I'm okay with the fly thing. Like I I, I pee on the fly too. However, when you have uh, Google out there. And and this is like to me to me it's the biggest story it, it it one of the biggest stories of the the week the last two weeks Google really really believes that they can influence elections and and get more votes and steer the way you're thinking now if they can put a picture of a fly on the the bottom of a urinal and and change eighty percent uh, or, or you know they can change a lot of minds just by putting a freaking picture of a fly what can Google do? What can Google do? And and this is like uh, I wanted to bring this up. Tucker Carlson. Now, oh my gosh, he's quoting Tucker Carlson. I am, I am, because they have uh, they have emails, and and Google has not denied that they sent these emails. Mm-hmm. But Google executives telling the Clinton campaign, we can get you the Latino vote. We can do it. We can adjust uh, hashtags. We can adjust uh, search results. And to me. If if you're not terrified by that, uh, you should be. And and a bunch of Google executives weeping because oh, yeah, Hillary that was Clinton lost the election. Like, and, and I'm I'm watching I'm watching the the Sunday shows this morning, and and people are just so laissez faire about it. No, but like, like, honestly, having worked in corporate America, if I was at a corporate meeting, you know, in my last roles at the director level or whatever, and I had a a senior vice president, I think she was the CFO. Yeah. On stage. The chick crying. Weeping. I would have been like, where am I? Get me the heck. What is going on? Yes. There is no crying at work. If And if and if you are a conservative and you work at Google, you, you're like, ooh, I better, I better uh, fly way below the radar. I better fly yep. way below the radar. So you'll, you'll have a hard time. And, and this is weird. Uh, we live in America where you're presumed innocent. Uh, until proven guilty, but like uh, they're definitely steering the search results. And when and when they say they can do it, oh, we'll get we'll help get you the Latino vote. And then they have an apology email as well. I mean, how, they, they, in the apology email, they're like, we we had no idea that like twenty eight percent of the Latinos would vote for Trump. We had no idea. We had no idea. How insulting is that? In and of itself. When we say we're going to get you the X vote because all X people think alike. Oh, it's it's crazy <laughs> insulting. It's crazy. <laughs> and that and then which leads me to my next one. Like they're like, oh, we had no idea all these people would vote for Trump. And it, that, that occurred to me. I had to smack myself upside the head this morning uh, for like I'm still listening to these morons. Like I'm still taking their. Uh, their stupid polls seriously and they, they'll say these oh boy the president messed up here americans have a bad feeling about this like no like your science is has has been blown out of the water everybody got 2016 wrong they all got got it wrong they don't know what they're talking about these aren't scientific polls i really don't think they are they're they, they're designed to get an outcome to make you feel like a weirdo if you don't do what they want you to do they're nudging you and they're disguising well, it as science. You know, I've said this before, 
I mean, there's math behind polls, but you can manipulate statistics. You absolutely can. I think there's some people out there that do a better job than others. I actually think Nate Silver does a really good job and tries to be really, really fair. Um, you know, but, and uh, what's the guy who was on Fox? Uh, Frank. Um, Frank Oz. No, Frank Oz, not. the voice of Yoda and Miss Piggins. No, 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 no. He's the one. He's the one that does the like Frank town Luntz. halls after the the debates Frank and stuff. Once, yeah, I think once Lunch tries to do a really good job. Well, you know but what? Here's, think, here's here's Frank Luntz. He was so he was so jacked up about the the election results. I'm not kidding you. He bought land in like New Zealand or, or Australia, some somewhere down under. He's like he he's ready to to check out. Like here's a dude who's like you know like like celebrities are always like if Trump wins I'm moving to Canada. Frank Luntz bought property. He's he's ready to go. Oh dear. But okay, so my <laughs> your point is some people do it well. Some my point some is some people I believe try at. to do it well. But and I think I've mentioned it before that you know I have a friend who who's over in Israel that I've met on social media, uh, Joseph Levine, really interesting guy. Um, and when Barack Obama was trying to influence the elections in Israel, when he didn't want BB to win. Yeah. Um, you know, the polls were all over the place and Joseph's explanation for this is very simple. Well, we just lie to the pollsters. It's none of their business. Like nobody takes Nobody inside Israel takes those polls seriously. Well, and that's I, what that's and that's think, what that's the other thing I'm trying to get to is like th- these polls and their results are not meant to reflect public opinion. I think they're meant to change public opinion. I'm not disagreeing. I just think there is probably a subset of Americans at this point that go, <laughs> I'm just going to tell them what they want to hear because it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is. I mean, I know I'll get called occasionally, and I'll I'll, I'll purposefully lie, but then I'll, I'll also if the, if the question is just super insulting to me, I'll go over the top. <laughs> Tell them the truth. Yes, I think there should be a wall, and it should be an electric fence, and it should be at uh, to a voltage that would throw a dinosaur 125 yards. Yep. I'm talking zap them, like really over the top. But here's another way. Uh, of that's, like, that's like what you do at jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be, uh, uh, this is gonna be the title of my book. You are being nudged, because here's another way they nudged. Uh, they try to nudge people th- this week, and, and they just went too far with the whole. Uh, I'm calling them Obama's curtains, right? No, the, the New York oh. Times, the New York Times comes out with this this article. And they they title it uh, Nikki Haley's curtains, blah 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 blah, and they talk about the price of these curtains, and it's two hundred and sixty five, blah blah blah, blah. And, and then they say, and it's buried like like four or five paragraphs down that this was all done under under the Obama administration, and then you have these these people on television going, well, it was it was a it was a mistake, and they issued an apology. It's no, they knew no. it. The editors knew it. No, and that they was they did it, and they gave it that headline to mm-hmm. nudge public opinion. That, that is more like propaganda. A that is more like a shove. Like yeah, seriously, they got that's greedy. They got greedy. That's journalistic malpractice. I don't care who you are. Oh, it's it's, just, it's, it's not it, malpractice. malpractice. It's straight up propaganda. Oh, it's I know. straight up propaganda. I, I I was reading the oh god. I'm just sitting there going, really? This the, it reminded me of um. During the primary, Marco Rubio's boat or something. Yeah. It like all got into his finances from when he was younger or something. And, oh, look at this guy. He can't possibly be president. He can't manage his own money. Is it, really? really? This is where we're going? It is. It is. Um, they, they select the headline. They, they know what they're doing. And I say – and I'm not talking about like there's, you know, uh, Illuminati or anything – but it's the New York Times. There's they're not stupid people. The editors of the New York Times. They're not stupid. You can say no. a lot of things about journalists uh, and so-called journalists, but they're not stupid. This this amount of mistakes at at a certain time, you say, well, these aren't mistakes. You can't right. just issue an apology. You know, there's a, I'm sure there's a there's a mathematical uh, ratio to it. If you tweet this grossly misleading thing, it gets X amount of retweets. 
and then you publish a retraction or a, correct, uh, or a correction, and it gets uh, a handful of retweets. So mission accomplished. You have tried. You have you have nudged us. You have tried to nudge us. Stop nudging me. That's what I want to say. Stop nudging me. But it's me. not. It's just not working. I hope not. I really hope not. I get worried. I'm human. I get worried that people just want to fit in. There's it, there's that herd mentality. I just want people to like me. I just want to fit in. All of my friends don't like Trump. Ergo, I won't like Trump. It's not like people are busy. You know, people have people are like, I'm late for work. I got to pay my my bill. I got to get the kid here. I got to do a lot of people don't have the time to, to dig in and do like hardcore critical thinking. If they do have time, if you could, if, if, if and that's, I guess, we're ultimately what I was trying to do with the show and trying to do with loftusparty.com do it in an entertaining uh fashion where people would just casually flip by and go holy crap am i being nudged and i did i I did a video about it are your thoughts your own and i think the the more we do this and the more we talk about these uh issues it's it's really really i don't like the idea of being corralled and i'm gonna listen i'm gonna fight whoever's trying to corral me they might have the best of intentions. They might be, you know, it might be, I might be like an animal, you know, and, and the rain is coming and someone's trying to corral me onto Noah's Ark and maybe I'm going to drown because I'm an idiot, but I'm going to be like, what, seriously, tell me where are we going, Noah? Where are we Socialism. going? There, there, there better not be a, a, a slaughterhouse in that ark. Now you say it's going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> it is socialism. They're nudging it, it, us it is. It is socialism, and of course, these people are trying to nudge you because they're going to be the people that get to keep all their money. You really think Bernie yeah. Sanders is going to give up one of his three houses? Do you really think Hillary Clinton's going to get? Uh, come on, people. We know oh. how this works. We got we got Owen Benjamin coming up. We talked we Aww. talked to I talked to Owen a little bit of, about this. It's it's great. Owen's a dude who's not being nudged and they, w- whatever. Uh, we'll get to that interview in just a few minutes. I, I wanted to weigh in on a couple of other things. Uh, yes, the hurricane is bad, uh, uh, but but I don't know. I don't. Sadly, at this point, in a weird way, it's like local news. Uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's national news anymore. Uh, what is national news? And this is just another nudge. And this is a great, this is a great thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like all these pundits, they don't understand why is, why the president won't let this Puerto Rico thing go. He won't let this Puerto Rico thing go. And it's like, I, I, I'm, I love it when, when, when Trump gets into stuff like this. Because here's the deal. Like, it did go from 16 people died in the hurricane. Washington Post. 16 people died in Puerto Rico, which was Trump's second hurricane. It was like, bam, bam. And then all of a sudden, a year later, the number is 3,000. Like, I think they're talking about the butterfly effect, right? (laughs) Uh, The guy who tripped on a tree and the tree wouldn't have been there without the hurricane. And then he got an infection. And because of the effect, like, seriously, he has, Trump has to fight back about that like you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me i killed three like and like he personally killed three thousand people in puerto rico blow me blow me blow me blow me and then so he fights back and you got all these and you just see these weak need uh political pundits even on the right well this is this is uh really bad that he's doing this and this is unseemly you and like you're the morons who don't understand anything about this 2016 was a shock to you and and now i love that these like really so how did these 3000 people die tell me how they died it shows a callous disregard for human life no i'm sorry they're dead i'm very sorry they're dead but like how did trump kill them oh you want you want to know what's disgusting yes millions of pallets of water that was sent months and months and months ago and the infrastructure and management of Puerto Rico sucks so bad, it's still sitting in the warehouse. It never got and distributed. They're, and they're sitting outside. Do not, do not talk to me about what our responsibility was to go in and now fix all of the infrastructure that we've been giving them money for years to fix. Uh, oh, we, we're going to talk about this on the other side. We're going to we're going to we're going to throw in some pop culture. We're going to keep this going because I, I oh, my gosh, I got to get I still got to get to 
to Brexit. I still got to get to John Kerry. This is a, this is a, we're full of, I'm full of rage. <laughs> so let's lighten it up. Nudgy rage. Guys, I'm, I've been nudged towards rage. Don't nudge me. I will rage on you. You guys, uh, we got uh, Owen Benjamin on the show. Owen Benjamin, uh, he and I go back for a while. I was on his podcast and finally he's on my podcast. He's out. He's doing stand up. They have tried to slap him down. They have tried to slap Owen down. And you know what? Just like Jurassic Park, nature will find a way. Comics will find a way. You can't keep something funny a secret. And that is what Owen is going through right now. And it's not a secret. He's doing some great stuff. He's doing some shows. As promised. As promised, ladies and gentlemen, we got Owen Benjamin on the show. Owen, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Now, where where are you currently? Where are you right now as, as we speak? Right now, I'm in San Antonio, Texas, and then uh, I go to Houston and Austin and Atlanta and then West Palm Beach, Florida this week. I, I love it. I love it. Now, we were texting back and forth, and I wanted to know what's the club? What's the club in uh, West Palm? Well, that's still, when people get tickets online, I send them the location, just that way uh, I avoid all the, the robocalling of, of SJW nonsense machines. So gotcha. If, when people, my website's hugepianist.com, so I rented out a really cool theater, and um, it's going to be a blast, and if, when people get tickets, my wife just says where, where it is. It's just, it Dude, just saves a whole headache. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's super smart. Now, how long, how long have you been running it this way? About six months. I did it like uh, last tour I did. I booked a bunch of. I, I would rent my own spaces at like colleges or like music institutes because I figured that that was uh, fine because I'm a, I'm a musician. So I'm like, oh, these people are cool. They're, they need money. They're down for anything. And I just kept getting canceled and they just give me my money back because, you know, people would just call all day saying I'm a Nazi. And, I, and yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm not a Nazi. And they're like, we just don't want the. We just don't want the headache, and that's really what it is. It's just cowardice, but people, because even people that know you're not what they're claiming still will just be like, you know, it just isn't worth all that, and I'm like, but it's lies, and they're like, yeah, so is Santa Claus, you know, but like, so instead of just complaining about it, I just fixed it, and that's how I fixed it, and, and fortunately, people that like me are, are usually like really cool, so they're down. They think it's kind of funny. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. And it's, I tell you what, it's beautiful, man. Taking that negative, because, yeah, that's, that's exactly what happens. They just, people who, people who have, have no intention of going to the show, all they want to do is mess up your life and mess up your way of living. And, and they're literally smacking food out of your kids' mouths. Yeah. Uh, they're just there to, to, to make a hassle. And for a while, it was like, in the beginning, it was a little depressing and scary where I'd be like, just like what you said, you're smacking food out of my kid's mouth. But now I realize the best way to look at it is like, okay, this is a riddle that if I solve it, I'll be in a better place after because that's what keeps happening. So yeah. I, just have, I just have to figure it out. You know, that's why I'm a big free market person because you have to have the freedom to figure out how someone can benefit from someone else's irrational anger. So every time some, something like this happens, I'm like, Okay, so what what fundamentals do we need? We need a place that's, you know, like a structure with a stage and electricity. It's like, you know, I did a movie theater in Cleveland. I did um, uh, this giant wood shop in Portland. It just was packed. And I, I remember one of my opening jokes was uh, um, leftists can't come in here because they can't be anywhere near me where men actually work. Ah, <laughs> ha! And the stage I think it's was, awesome. Yeah, and the stage was this giant, like, military truck. It's just like, and that's what, that's what the America, like, because sometimes I think about, like, what is America? Like, what does America mean? And I think that's what it means. It's, it's finding a way, like, just being like, okay, this is the problem. Let's fix it. And I think, Dude, it's, it's so yeah. great that, and I just have to jump in just because I want to shine a light on it, and the element of fun to it. Like, you've taken this negative and made it insanely possible. Like, now I want to go to a show. I want to buy tickets for a show because I don't know where it is. And then all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then yeah, all of a sudden, there's like this surprise. Oh, oh, man, he's doing stand-up on the back of a truck, and I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a lumber yard. This yeah. is great. Yeah, and it's so fun. It's like, 
Yeah, it's a comedy speakeasies. Exactly, exactly, which is like, dude, where I know you thought this, and I know I have thought this for the longest time, the right, the I would, I would say the free thinkers, the people who don't want to be manipulated, are the cool kids, and we're having a better time, and we're doing cooler stuff. Way better time. Yeah, and when people, and that's the one thing that always happens, too, is they'll come out and see, or like they'll watch, like someone would watch me on, on a Steven Crowder show and be like, oh, wow, I heard that guy was like a Nazi. He's like insanely funny and like a good guy. I'm like, yeah. And same thing that happens with me. Like people come to my show and they're like, that's it? They're like, that was just normal funny. And I'm like, yeah, but normal funny is now rape. So, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Where it's like, they're so trained with like Jimmy Kimmel and, and Stephen Colbert and all these like literal government propagandists. And I know they're government propagandists because they used to be funny. So they have the ability of being funny. So for some, uh, somehow they just stopped. And, you know, Jimmy Fallon wouldn't let Norm MacDonald on his show because his staff was crying. Like, that isn't comedy. The word comedy has a definition, and that ain't it. Dig it. I, I, had, I did a video about that on, on my YouTube channel uh, about Norm MacDonald. And I, I, know, I know Crowder was like, Norm is the tip of the spear. I think that's a little... Uh, I think that's a, that's a little much, but like I'm going to support anybody telling jokes anywhere about anything. But it was it was it was crazy that they canceled Norm. That's that's serious, like legit thought police. Like they they sat down and they go because Norm Macdonald thinks this way, we can't put him on TV. It'll hurt somebody's feelings. That's yeah, yeah. Well, we've gone over the edge. It, it pushes it pushes uh, an agenda that goes against. Uh, the the big government, big control stuff. And that's all it is. It's big government control versus smaller government freedom. And that's why Stalin and Hitler had a lot more in common than people want to admit. You know, this whole uh, political spectrum as a horseshoe is such BS. It's not. It's just they're trying to make two socialist big government fascists on different ends so that no one knows, you know, normal American freedom. And and I'm not going to stop. we just have too much of an ancestry to stop. It's like, that's what people died. I bet relatives die for that. It's like, I'm not going to just be like, Oh, mean YouTube comments. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's, that's, that's what the founding fathers did too. Like Thomas Jefferson was like, what Sam Adams or John Adams said, what about me? That's it. I'm tapping out. (laughs) I'm tapping out. He said I was a tranny. That's it. (laughs) King George 99 said what? <laughs> That's one of the things. Uh, I did it on my History Channel show, and I'm going to be doing it again. Like, historical tweets. Like, it was vicious back in the I day. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Every, every, everybody, great. everybody acts uh, like like this viciousness is new. And, and people, well, it, uh, it's it's hyperbole, but you, you got to get over yourselves. Like, like, words don't hurt. Dude, I was watching... And I'm going to bring this up uh, on the rest of the show, but like old Cat Williams stuff. Did you see Cat Williams uh, on that Atlanta radio station? What do you do? Oh, dude, he laid into everybody. He laid into Kevin Hart. He laid into uh, the Emmys. He laid into Hollywood and the way they just choose their stars. And it was it was hilarious and smart at the same time. I think people forget how smart uh, Cat Williams is. And I would urge everybody to check out his clip on uh, Hillary Clinton. When, when, <laughs> that's oh, awesome. my, oh, dude, you got to check Hillary? it out. That's awesome. No, he hated Hillary. No, that's what I mean. He went at her. That's awesome. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I thought, I thought you said he hated her. Well, that's one <laughs> thing about Norm. That's one of the things about Norm that's, that, that I've always had so much respect for is he's one of the only guys – Ever when he was on the View, he's like, "Yeah, well, well, Bill Clinton, like, didn't he like, he like killed a guy?" <laughs> and he just kept acting like it was common knowledge. He's like, "Ah, that's common knowledge." Like, no. the, the assumption of consensus is the funniest thing to me. Where it's like everybody knows that. <laughs> and yeah, they freaked I, out. They like, they like had like murder in their eyes. And like, he Barbara will Walters. play through. Norm will play through. It's like weird. It's like when when Kanye West came out. And he's like, yeah, I like, I like Trump and I like free thought. Like I was a, like, I, first of all, way to go Kanye to support free thinking. But like Kanye will betray you. (laughs) Kanye is the same dude. Yeah. 
George Bush hates black people, right? So I'm not, I'm not going to wrap myself. And then Norm Macdonald is another guy. As soon as it suits his comedic purpose, he will throw anyone under the bus. Yep. Yeah, but see, I almost trust that because that's what he's supposed to do. It's like he yes, can, it's like his job is that. It's like he's like whatever is funny, I'm going to do, and I'm like, and that's why I trust him because I can predict his lack of predictability, which is why I like it. But if it's yes. like, yeah, exactly. But he, as a gatekeeper, that's a, a nightmare where someone's just like whatever suits their their political agenda. Like you have to have you know, shared principles and values. And that's what I think is really threatened now is, is, is the multiculturalism being, being like, uh, assume that it's anything to do with race and, and it actually has to do with values where it's like, you can't, you have to value free speech, the right to protect yourself, you know, all this stuff, limited government, or else it's no longer America. It's just soil and trees. It's too funny, man. I saw Alyssa Milano. Oh, she's, in, she's like schizophrenic. <laughs> but she's like, the president wants to do this thing with FEMA. Is there any way I can opt out? Is there any way that the average American citizen can opt out of this government? And they're like, no, lady. That's the problem. That's right. why I don't want big government. You can't opt out. Government does shit all the time I don't like. And you can't opt out. Welcome aboard. You're a conservative. <laughs> oh, dude, I know. Like That happened to me once in L.A. Like at the very end there. like Someone was like... It- if you could go back in time and you saw uh, Adolf Hitler in a crib, would you kill him? I don't know if I could. I'm like, you've had two abortions that weren't Hitler. You know? <laughs> and, and, and I remember, and it was just like that the rage that, would, would resp- that was always uh, responded to something like that. And I'm like, how do you think people feel that don't want to fund what they believe? I'm like, I get you don't believe it. But let's say someone else believes that that's killing a baby and you have to pay for it, and you're called a Nazi if you disagree with it. You're, you're upset about FEMA? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so ridiculous and in the forest and can't see the trees, and they're just so dug in on one way of thinking that they don't see the, the, the bigger picture. It's, and it's the force. It's, it's the force that bonkers. does it. It's the force that does it. The force where, where there would be such a, a more uh, just nice society if people just didn't have to pay for what they hated and then called names for what they hated. You know, I think this this whole, like, us and them stuff that I'm now part of, I think sometimes being like this, oh, I'm a centrist. I'm in the, I'm in the middle. It's like, no, then you're a coward because there is no middle. Like, there's no, like, you can't just, you can't not pick when you're dealing with socialism. Like, there has, it's like, are you against socialism, at least? It's like, yes. It's like, oh, then welcome to the right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, and I, I would have this I would have this argument, which is why I don't understand the never Trumpers. You know, right, people are like the, yeah, the election same. the election, it's not a binary choice. It's not it's totally a binary choice. Of course choice. it is. Yeah, it's never completely. Trumpers should have stopped um, after the primaries and then be all support Trump. It's like of course it's a binary choice. That's like being like uh, broccoli or cauliflower and be like i want pizza or i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> it's like no adults make choices and trump's yes gro- and trump's grown on me a lot like that's the irony of trump is trump's done a much better job than i i thought he was going to do and it's like same yeah so many people are so locked in their in their like way of thinking that's why i've developed this disdain for the left it, it's not even that they're these like uh you know misguided hippie types they're literally like vicious now because you know they said that trump was gonna like like round up muslims and he was gonna like take away all the rights from gays and he was gonna tank the economy and everyone should sell everything and that every rain shower is because of not you know and none of it happened it's lowest black unemployment you know our economy's doing great there's no one's rights have been taken away like we're not escalating wars it's like insane i just don't get what they're saying it's they they there has to be some kind of plan behind it there has to be oh there there is i mean there is definitely a plan behind it but it's Uh, the people that we know that i don't understand of course there's like there's what uh eric weinstein calls uh rent rent seekers rent collectors like people that have a plan you know there's people that don't want borders for a very specific and extremely financial situation and then there's all these idiots 
that, you know, are in L.A. that are just like, we have to hug every rapist from El Salvador. You know, they just, I'm like, how do you fall for this? There's some people that it's in their interest to have open borders. They want the votes and they don't want to have to pay for the absurd minimum wages that they themselves make. So like, so these, these morons will be like, oh yeah, livable wage, $15 an hour. So what do they need? They need a bunch, they need a million people without social security numbers so they can pay $5 (laughs) an hour. It's just, it's it's madness. And it's, it is madness. It is madness. It's the definition. You keep trying the same thing over again, expecting a different result. And, and they, they do these things where communism, socialism, it never works. It never works. Stop telling me you got the recipe wrong. We've tried, we've tried capitalism once and we're on the moon and we've saved the world a couple times. We're curing diseases. Like what? I just don't see what is the downside to capitalism, free markets, and and letting individuals protect their property and have a good time. I, well, I how are we losing? Well, I don't understand. Well, it's because I've been studying like uh, Russian Revolution a bit ever since uh, you know Caitlin was woman of the year, and uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and Lenin would uh, Lenin said that. They don't need the majority to believe, uh, to follow them. They just need the railroads and the telephone lines. And yeah. uh, that's pretty horrifying because that's the thing. It's socialism and communism has never worked except for like 20 dudes that got all of it. And so that's and, and that's and it's it's too funny. Even when like right now with like Bernie Sanders, that just like here's a dude whose uh, whose wife tried her little system of financial planning. Her college went under. Bernie yeah. has three houses. Bernie has nice cars, but he's talking about equality. It's like, my God, you, you morons. Look, look to your leaders. They're actively lying to you. Well, see, that's the people, like, the people I have the biggest problem with are the people that believe in that that aren't benefiting from it. Bernie Sanders is acting rationally for himself as an amoral scam artist. Like, he's never worked, but yet somehow he has nonstop money and influence and power and all this stuff because he's literally just saying words that make people give him money. So it's everyone else that I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's, it's similar with uh, uh, cover-ups of like pedophiles. It's like some pedophiles are just so mentally broken they need to be put down like animals. It's the people hiding them that I'm like, you know it's bad. Why would you not do something? Like that's the problem I have. And, and so this whole like, normal people supporting socialism i'm like that's like you know rabbits for wolves it's it just makes it's just it, it's ignorant and narcissistic to a, a, a degree i don't understand so so here's where where i land and i think it's probably where where you land as well like it is individuals like yourself like myself like crowder and and some other people like i, I think going out and and being entertaining, yet yep, having this yep. belief system, it, it, we're just going to have to do it person by person. Oh, well, that well, that's that that's why the hero archetype is is the same story over and over again because it's true. It's like one person can change a ton of stuff because the thing that happens to people is there's fight versus flight, but there's also fight flight uh, fight flight and freeze. And so, so many people right now are so stunned. Because they don't understand, like, the, the rate of change is by design. It's like one minute, you know, you're, you're playing with a monkey with your kid. The next minute, it's racism. And then there's 77 genders. And then, you know, Harambe and a storm. And they just don't know what to do. So they freeze up. And when they freeze, they get uh, predators that can take whatever they want. So they just need a few people like us that just keep acting like sane individuals. And then they can then follow that. Because most of the population are pretty good people. They're just kind of, I call them zebras. They kind of, because the stripes in, on zebras is to blend in with other zebras so they don't get hunted. So they just yeah. huddle up. Yeah. And so they just have to look towards someone else and be like, oh, because I keep hearing this over and over again. How come they can say this, but we can't say that? I'm like, you can. Watch me do it. I might get kicked off Twitter, but who cares? It's like, just say it. Like, nothing well, happens. I, I tell you what, this is this is the thing, and and as I've I've known you for a while, uh, and and we're, we both kind of run in the same circles. Uh, I watched what happened t- to your uh, c- career. I, I watched you saying these and 
these wonderful things and these truly like like edgy, thoughtful. You're not you're not an idiot. You're you're a smart guy. You're a super funny guy. And I saw the SmackDown, and and that's when I was like like started really r- reaching out because I, I think like minded. We have to huddle up to some extent. We do. No, so we that's, why that's why I'm that's why I'm so absolutely. thrilled, man. I'm so happy about your secret shows. I'm so thrilled oh, yeah. about your secret shows. Dude, so People necessary. need to go to hugepianist.com. Yeah, and thank you so much because that's really necessary. It's necessary that uh, I call it proof of life because if you show, if you show, like I can now shoot specials myself and sell them from my website. If you show that Netflix isn't the only place to go, it's, it's so powerful. It's, I don't think people can understand that, how important that is because the, the fascists, the, the, the centralized control people, they need people to feel like they have no options. And so yes. when, I, when I get annihilated and everyone watches it, that's why I'm, I'm always very public about my, my, uh, my, when people take me down and when things go well, because I want to show people the whole story. And they see my, my children being born. They see my, my yard turning green. And they see my, my uh, clips getting funnier. And, and that lets people know, like, you survived this. This is like that mirror from the never-ending story. You know, you, you just stare at it and then just keep walking. <laughs> well, because that's – and that's the, the scary thing about, like, with Alex Jones – you know, he's gone from Apple. He's gone from Twitter. He's gone from Facebook. Like, does he still exist? Is there still enough? Like, can people just call people on the phone and go, hey, I saw this thing? Is that enough? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it is, though, because that's the thing is people are – fortunately, we're not Canada or uh, Europe. Like, America has that spirit that's awakening of, like, you won't – you can't tell us to do this stuff. This is not in our blood. And my audience has now grown from, from, like, I had, like, a big dip. CIA dropped me when I said children couldn't be trans. And then I was doing tree work again with my brother and just kind of, like, figuring stuff out. And now it's better. Like, I I sell more tickets now. I have uh, just a a more fun career. I have more time with my family. I don't have to go audition for people that are morons. You know, I think the future is really bright for comedy. I think it's going to decentralize. And yeah. people are just going to start making their own stuff and having their own audiences. And there's people in the entertainment industry that we both know that are closet conservatives that are really thinking of, of how to do this. And, um, and I don't mind being uh, a scouting party because it's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm kind of a – I am like real artsy. Like I am. I'm one of those uh, – I'm like a conservative with, with like not – I'm not a liberal. I'm liberal. I have liberal tendencies the way the, the word was originally used where – I'm like, yeah, let's figure out how to make this into a house. You know, I'm like one of those guys. And yeah, so, so I don't mind being uh, a guinea pig because that's kind of how I think naturally. But the reason I, I drifted right wing is because I realized that after trying a bunch of stuff, that was the right answer. So I'm not just in a constant state of chaos, you know? Yeah. And, and it's funny. And that's, that's a great way to end this segment, man, is like it, the, the future is bright. There all is. there are there are alternatives. I want to uh, get some stand-up or a clip of you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on uh, theloftestparty.com. People need to go to your website, hugepianist.com. Go out to a secret show. Uh, yeah, there is, a, there is a place for the misfits. For the, there, there's a place for the people who, who still dig individual rights, and we can laugh, and we can still help each other, and we can poke fun at idiots. And, uh, Owen, dude, I'm so glad about everything. I'm so uh, glad about thanks everything. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Oh, well, anytime. Have great shows. Tell uh, uh, tell Texas. Are you? You say you're in Austin now, or you're in Houston? Austin and Houston tomorrow, and then um, Tuesday. Um, or no, today San Antonio, Houston tomorrow, and then um, Austin Tuesday. But that's sold out already. So, and then Atlanta Wednesday, and then West Palm Beach Friday. I think. Okay, when you're in, when, may already be sold out. But if there's tickets available for people, they can. They, can, they just got to do it, like, ASAP. The, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, when you're in Austin, uh, Sandy Bullock's uh, uh, sister has a really good restaurant. I think, it, what is it, 3rd Street or 4th Street, which is the big, uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but you got to go check that out. Austin is a great town. I will. Uh, dude, so glad to hear about everything. Stay in touch, brother. We're going to put some clips of you up on the theftestparty.com. Uh, and, if you uh, check out Le- Leftist Fitness Instructor, you'll like. Leftist, 
Yeah, I just put it up uh, like a week ago. It's called Leftist Fitness Instructor. <laughs> All right, we'll just do, trust man. me on this one. All right, cool. All right, and then you and I will talk in the future. Uh, I, I want to put together some uh, some dates for us. Maybe there'll be Let's super shows. I don't know. And we'll have a couple of other special guests on the show. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about anything until the plan is hatched. But dude, safe travels. Uh, God bless you. Have a good one. My best to to the wife and kids. All right, thanks, buddy. Peace. We'll talk soon. I like that Owen Benjamin fella. I, I like, like that, that guy. I like that comedy speakeasy. That's a. Gr- I tell you what, that is a I great go, idea. I gotta go online because he says he's gonna be in Atlanta this week. I'm gonna see. Oh my gosh, you should. I'm gonna. You absolutely should. Uh, well, here's the great. Th- I mean, here's to what to what Owen and I were talking about. Uh, more and more comics are doing that, uh, and uh, it's a, it's a it's a great thing when you're when you're on the road and you're hustling like that. You look around and uh, like uh, my buddy uh, Brian Posehn. Uh, mm-hmm. Real funny guy. He and I wrote together for a couple for a, a little bit on a TV show, and he would do that. He's like, "Why am I doing? Why am I working at a club Wednesday through Sunday when I can just rent out a ro- little rock and roll hall, uh, mm-hmm. sell my own tickets? I do all the work, and I do one killer show, and I, I make more money. So it's great. And that's I tell you what they 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 tried to stop Owen Benjamin. They've done everything they can to stop Owen, and and they they might they I slowed mean, him down. He had to hiccup. He had to rethink it, but he found his way around the the problem, and I love it. Yep, and you know the sad part is, I mean, they haven't the nudgers. Yeah, don't have a clue what's sneaking up on them. <laughs> they they really don't. They don't know what Owen Benjamin's audience looks like because he's not sharing it with them. You look. You look right? at what you look at. What Dave Rubin's audience looks like. You look at what Eric Weinstein's audience looks like. You look Jordan look Peterson. Jordan Peterson's audience. They have been caught flat-footed. And hopefully, it'll Stephen Crowder. Again. Stephen Crowder did it on his own. You know, when he kind of got poo-pooed because he was too far right in the in the general comedy establishment, he built his own thing. So yeah, these people yeah. are going to get caught flat-footed. I truly believe that. I'm very optimistic. As am I. Okay, so I've we've had to uh, rework our show a little bit uh, because we we took a little bit of a we took a little bit of, uh, of a turn in terms of where I thought we were going to go. Whatever, it's great. I like it. Uh, so I want to I want to con- continue on. Uh, it's it's another. I'm trying to figure out how to how to, how I want to put this. It, it goes to uh, Manafort. Uh, and the the Mueller probe and and that's all that is is a big nudge. All that oh, yeah. is is a big nudge. Uh, I, I'm watching MSNBC and they're like, uh oh, Manafort took the plea. What does this mean? Thirty eight people have pled guilty. Manafort was in charge of the campaign, and it's like, listen, if, if you don't follow politics that closely or whatever, hopefully you don't. Hopefully we've got some some new viewers just uh, dipping in, like. Manafort was brought in for one specific task. He strong arms people in conventions. He makes sure during the Republican convention, if you say you're going to vote a certain way, that's how you that's how you vote. He keeps he's a muscle guy. He's a muscle guy. And that's why a a lot of other presidential elections would or uh, presidential candidates would bring in Manafort. Now, listen, everybody knew the guy. He had a bit of a shady background. Yup, he was getting paid uh, to do stuff in the Ukraine, and yup. Uh, but that's all. That's all part of the the same uh, political thing. Like he 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 got he was working for the Obama administration. Manafort was on behalf of of Ukraine and Russian interests. So uh, they act like this is the end of the world. Oh my gosh, he's going to cooperate. He's going to cooperate. Listen, I think the dude. Uh, looked at the way the deck was stacked, and he's like, "I'm, it, it's bad. I've, I'm getting caught for some stuff I did a million years ago. I'm taking the plea deal. I'll, I'll work however I want." But okay, here's my question though: He gotcha. worked for Tony Podesta. Where's Tony Podesta? Oh, th- that that whole thing that that's its that's its own show. Oh, like, I know, but I mean, I'm like sitting here going, "Where, where are the Podesta brothers?" Because they, they were don't even bring here. it up. 
I know. It's that other it's like it's like the curtains thing. It's just like it's like just that lie of omission. They just fail to mention, oh yep, he was working for Obama and oh yep, he was working for the Podestas. And oh yeah, when uh, when John Podesta forgot to file as a, uh, a f- he was working for a foreign uh, government, he, he forgot to file. And they, you know what they did to him? They're like, dude, uh, you forgot to file. And he's like, oops, my bad computer glitch. And so he filed late and no harm, no foul. The the huge double standard. Uh, but but they're, they're going to wrap themselves up in this big number of, oh, 38 people have pled guilty. And, oh, the, the head of the Trump campaign has taken a deal. And certainly this will be the end of the world. Blah, 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 blah. It's just uh, upsetting. And, and then and meanwhile, as you get wrapped up in it and this is like i'm 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 mad at myself as we speak because i've been wrapped up in it and 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 we let things go because you're constantly putting out these fires i'm i'm still upset about the weaponization of uh the irs but everybody's we just got a new irs commissioner by the way and then this is supposed to be great and transparent but like i'm still pissed about uh the stuff from from a million years ago uh, with John McCain's office was was part of that whole deal. I'm not done with Keith Ellison. Like, what? What are we ever going to do? Follow up on that? Oh no, we're not going to do that. But apparently, we're following up on a letter from some chick in high school on Kavanaugh. Isn't that <laughs> just? It, it's just mind boggling. And as as we record this, uh, that she's now come forward. There's a name to go with it, and she's taken a polygraph she has. test. Of course she has. And, of course and, she has. And I tell you what, there's a 50-50 chance this works. There's a 50-50 chance this works. Now that she's putting her name out there, yeah. this, and it's this, just. This will be, we called it. This is, a, this is again where we were ahead of the curve. This whole Me Too thing is going to be used as a cudgel, true or not, on the right. I mean, they did it to Clarence Thomas, too. Sorry. Um Years ago, but this is going to be a cudgel on the right, and we're just going to ignore scale bags like Ellison on the left. It's it's it, it, it's, it, it's troubling. It's troubling, and it's maddening, and it's frustrating because what can you do other than continue to bring it up? Like, yep, I'm still mad about the IRS thing. Yep, I'm still mad. I'm like Keith Keith Ellison. You got some explaining to do. You got some explaining to do. When she says she has a videotape and all that other stuff, and it's like it's it's relatively recent, it's not like something he did in uh, in middle school in in nineteen eighty four or some craziness. It's uh it's it's wonderfully organized how they will uh, focus like a laser on the stuff they want to focus on, and then slow play or ignore the other stuff. And hopefully, there's enough right. outlets like this uh, that are talking about it. They have successfully and you, you can look to other countries with they have successfully slow played brexit I, I i woke up to this uh they're talking about having a new vote on brexit and here's the ultimate irony the ultimate irony they've slow played it for two years that, that was that was flipping two years ago the people of england are like we want out They've slow played it, and now Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, is demanding that – he's like, the people of England should have a choice in this. They should have a choice in this. We should have another vote. No, and, no, 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 no. You shouldn't. They had a vote. They had, they a, had vote. a vote. Just because you didn't like the way it came out, it doesn't mean you need another vote. And and that's what we're experiencing with our election. This is – a bunch of people didn't like the results. A bunch of people didn't like the results. And so they're going to try to put an asterisk by this one. And they're just going to try to slow play everything until they get a chance to do it over. That's mm-hmm. we are in the middle of it. And when and, and you look at like what the, the what the Trump administration has been able to accomplish. It's Herculean. It's Herculean. And I want to give a special shout out to my radio buddy. Larry Elder, which when when somebody like has the perfect metaphor, I got to give him a shout out. He had this tweet the other day, which I just thought was brilliant. He's like, there's uh, there's there's two pro golfers and somebody asks him, uh, how do you determine if someone's good at golf? 
And uh, the first pro golfer says, well, I look at their swing and I analyze the rate of the swing and the angle of the club head and the trajectory. And he goes on and on. The second pro golfer goes, I look and see where the ball lands. (laughs) And that's I thought that was perfect. And that's where I am politically right now. Like I'm looking to see where the ball lands and it's and I tell you what, I'm liking it. I'm liking the way it lands. Everybody's trying to convince me that it's raining. Everyone tries to convince me that it's raining. And aren't I upset about this rain? And shouldn't I be in the umbrella business? And I'm like, dude, it is not raining at all. There's they're they're not rounding people up. There's still papers. There's still freedom of the press. There are no death camps. Everything it, businesses are going great. Unemployment's down. Like, what is going wrong? Someone, please tell me where this offense is coming up. I'm on a bit of a tirade here, but it's just it's getting so boring. And I and I had like an epiphany a couple nights ago, uh, especially when it when it comes to my uh, my my stand up. It's just like I'm I, I got to go farther. I got to go farther because it's an out it's an outrageous amount of BS now. An outrageous amount of BS. Well, it, it, it's only going to get worse going into 20. Well, uh, like-minded individuals are going to have to uh, continue to, to, to come together. But it's it's to see these uh, to see these uh, tactics uh, and, and the slow playing and the highlighting of uh, and it is fake news. It's like the it's like the Obama curtains uh, and the Nikki Haley thing. And if, and I tell you. When when they can convince you to pee on a fly and change the outcome and Google says that they can change and get the Latina vote and then the whole FBI thing, sweet Jesus in heaven, the FBI, like how how that is not how that isn't on the, the front page of every magazine like that. Just the idea. Let's just uh, it's, a, it's a broken record. Let's just if you just. If you make believe it's true for a second, just make believe. Play detective. Play. Uh, were there at the FBI uh, with with Peter Strzok and Lee, the, all the, all of it, all of it? Just think about for a second. Okay, uh, I had a fan ask about this. I'm, I'm going so fast because I'm terrified we're going to run out of time, and there's just so much stuff to talk about. Uh, Serena Williams, and this mm-hmm. is great because we're talking about Serena Williams, and and that's good for tennis. Uh, <laughs> She she really wrapped herself up in I'm a mother and how dare you and all this like she played almost every card she could possibly play. Now I get oh, it. Yeah. She's a competitor and she and she wants to win. And I tell you, she wants to be a hero. She wants to be the hero uh, of tennis. But I think she's a better villain. <laughs> she's like because she's won so much. She's won so much. You're ready for the new person to come along. Some stats came out about uh, men versus women. She's like, you're just doing this because I'm a woman, and if I was a man, you wouldn't have blah, 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 blah. Okay, so they got a uh, the statistics uh, for the fines, <clears throat> fines that have been put out in Grand Slam tournaments in tennis from 1998 to 2018. So for racket abuse, women mm-hmm. have been uh, fined 99 times. Men? 646 times uh audible obscenity women 140 times dudes 344 times it's just the stats are overwhelming unsportsmanlike conduct women 67 dudes 287 so uh with the whole sexist and you're just doing this because i'm a woman uh shut your face shut your face shut your face well <laughs> And in, in, in reading off of their statistics, one concept comes to mind. Um, men and women are different. <laughs> men are probably what? more likely to throw rackets. Yes. It's, it's just <laughs> Do you know very, what I mean? I, it's like why, if you're going to behave in a way that gets the other side of that debate sanctioned, why should you not be sanctioned just because you're a girl? Exactly. Well said. Well said. Hey, if you br- it's a rule. And if you break a rule, you're going to get in trouble. Sorry, but that's why they're rules. You're just doing this because I'm a woman. No, I'm doing it because you broke a rule. No, now, nice three of try. them, actually. Three of them. Yeah. But, like, 
Your coach said said he was coaching from the sidelines. He admitted it. And it might have been even that OK symbol. That means white power. (laughs) Wouldn't have that. That would have been the trifecta. That would have been the trifecta if he would have given her the OK sign. You're doing a OK. Yeah. Anyway, it's I like I like tennis. Uh, I I'm I'm happy that there's uh, that there's talk of it. I'm glad that it's, you know, uh, people are watching and all that stuff. Uh, I missed I missed the days of the, there used to be a dude when I was a kid, uh, Eli Nastasi, Eli Nastasi, and he was like a super villain, uh, and then he was quickly overtaken uh, by John McEnroe, uh, who I was, was I was a big fan of the Boris Becker Steffi Groff days. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was good stuff. I, I've said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. Someone. If you know, please contact us on Facebook, because uh, because if you know somebody in the professional tennis world or like I'd love to talk to Jimmy Connors, somebody with some money, Jimmy Connors, John McEnroe, Bjorn Borg, any of those old school guys. Heck, uh, who's the who's the guy who's married to, to Brooke Shields? Uh, Andre, Andre Agassi. Agassi. Yeah, let's, that was a let's crush. start. Let's start a wooden racket league. I mean, you've got it in pro golf. You know, you've got right. the senior tour. There should be some kind of like, maybe not seniors, but like a, a wooden racket league. So that ball control and finesse is more of a thing. Uh, anyway, I, I just didn't want the rest of the show to go by. Sadly, we've we've totally screwed the pooch on the on the pop culture nets of it all. But uh, I don't know if I, and this is one of the things where I just want me, people to be aware of this. Uh, Google, your, your good friends at Google. Oh, and you know what? Hit us up on Facebook, you guys, and let us know what other search engines we can use. I'm I'm ready to to go to a different search engine. This this terrifies me. Google built a prototype of a censored search engine for China that mm-hmm. links that links users' searches to their cell phone numbers, making it easier for the Chinese authorities to monitor what you're looking up. So if you're looking up something the Chinese government thinks is dangerous, Google. Which is everything. Yup. Google's like, well, here's an easy way to find them. Now, granted, it's a prototype, but now the science is there. And now they they can do it. It, I know it sounds total – it sounds like a tinfoil hat conspiracy theory if it wasn't real. But like when you have – when they're doing this kind of stuff – you guys, you guys, it's a scary world. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. And get yourself a VPN. <laughs> I don't even know what a VPN is. VPN is a virtual private network, which will make it look like your um, internet connection is actually not at your house. So that's ah, one thing you can do. Um, that's good. The other thing you can do is use DuckDuckGo or Brave for a browser. There you have. Why don't uh-huh. you write an article about this for the Loftus Party? Because you just why don't you do? Oh, here's I've, here's how you I've, can protect been, yourself on the internet. I've been doing this stuff myself for like over a year, so well, like I, I didn't know about it, and yeah, and as as you are metaphorically holding my hand and telling me what to do, um, you guys, we're, we're running out of time. Uh, I I don't I don't even want to crack. I don't even want to crack open the can. On my disdain for John Kerry, maybe I just did. Maybe I just did. Yeah, but I, t- I, I heard a little. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little <laughs> of the, the cracking of the can mm-hmm, on that. Mm-hmm. What a what a dick! What an absolute dick! He's running around. He's trotting around the globe, giving the Iranian leaders advice on how to wait us out. If if there if. If this isn't violating the Logan Act, they just should get rid of the Logan Act. And then when they Trump complains about it, they haven't ever enforced the Logan Act. I, I tell you, so so Trump's. Oh, I, I did it. I did it. I cracked the can. You I'm sorry. The can. It's okay. But Trump complains about it on on Twitter. Trump's like, hey, John Kerry had illegal meetings with uh, the Iran regime. It's undercutting our great work. Ba 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 ba. And then John Kerry comes back with, Mr. President, you should be more worried about Paul Manafort. If you want to learn something about the nuclear agreement, m- read my book. Um, that's just that's like Arrogance. schoolyard stuff. I, I, I want to. 
oh, I want to punch him in his big old lantern jaw. No, I'm not you know saying we really should. I'm not saying violence is the answer. But like, I want him. I want this dude to lose his passport. I want him to lose his security clearance. I want him to lose his library card. And where's his wife? Where's Mrs. Ketchup in all this? Mrs. When's Ketchup. the last time I want proof of life on that chick? Well, the other thing I will just say is this: you know who I listened to about the Iran deal? Ben who? Rhodes. Ben Rhodes, and he told us the truth after he manipulated the press. So, John, thank Ben because he told us what was really up. Oh yes. Okay. Creative Holy smoke. writing graduate. Okay. Sorry. Someone named Johnny Depp. It's not the real John. I just freaked out. I got a I got a Twitter alert that Johnny Depp started following me. <laughs> You're like what? It's not, <laughs> this is uh, Johnny this Depp. Two hundred nine. I love Twitter. This is not uh, this is not Johnny Depp the actor. Okay, you guys. Uh, my apologies. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll save it for next week. I, I can I can't make any promises. I want to thank Owen Benjamin for being on the show. First of all, I want to thank you guys uh, for helping out with the contributions to Caleb. Check out the new shop. Get a T-shirt. Wear it with pride. Take a photo of that. I want to see you wearing it, ladies. Pants are an option. Yeah, I said it. I'm sexist. Uh, and lastly, I watched Superbad last night, and boy, oh boy, that movie holds up pretty well. And uh, I guess I must have been laughing so hard uh, the first time I saw Superbad, I I missed the very wonderful, heartfelt message. Uh, this is the movie that really made, I guess, Judd Apatow as a director, and I got to give him credit. It's it's a wonderful movie, and here's what I didn't know: Seth Rogen, uh, who plays the cop in that, also wrote that script. He co-wrote that script. Yeah, so it's on Amazon Prime. You can watch that. You can watch it for free, like I did last night. But I just want to I want to give uh, props where due. That's a it's a funny movie, and it, it's uh, it's a beautiful movie in in a lot of ways. It's it's uh, that's a good good flick. So way to go. Uh, Seth Rogen, way to go, Judd Apatow. You have you've made uh, one that stands the test of time. All right, uh, I will see you at theloftestparty.com. We're doing more videos. I think I'm going to stick with the two a week now. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. The feedback on YouTube has been great. I'm writing more uh, for theloftestparty.com. There's a lot of good articles up there. We're raising money for good causes. There's a lot of good graphic novels coming out. Uh, we got some articles about that. It's wonderful. It's good. Don't let them nudge you. Don't let them nudge you. I'll see you guys next week.